Hello, this is Lindy Tenninger, and welcome to another episode of Industry Matters. Today, I have the privilege to be joined by Rhonda Burmester, our renowned billing and reimbursement expert. Rhonda and I are also excited to announce that we will continue this dialogue monthly to give you access to frequently asked questions in the field and important topics from Rhonda on billing and reimbursement. Yes, we are excited. As we know, in the billing and reimbursement area um, with the DME industry, there's always something to talk about, something that new that's come out on the horizon that we need to discuss. Yeah, people kind of care about getting paid. They do. So they like you a lot. <laughs> they do like getting paid. They like keeping their money. So they right. like hearing uh, what, what I have to say. Well, we have one month of 2020 under our belt. What changes have you already seen coming down the pipe for the Medicare community? January was actually a busy month for all of us in the DME industry. We, we got new change in our order process that was thrown at us on January 2nd. So as you can imagine, we already knew that this was going to happen sometime this year, but we thought it initially was going to happen later on. So probably quarter two is what we were expecting. And then we all get back in the office after the holiday season on January 1 and get this new article out that says, hey, there's a change in your order process. And we're like, what is going on? What happened? So it's been a learning curve for us during this month of, of January. Under the new requirements for orders, tell us about the required list of codes that need a written order now prior to delivery. Yes, so the new requirements are kind of confusing when you look at them because they're trying to make it easy for us, but yet you always want to know what's hidden and in between those interpretations. Um, so one of the rulings that are within that final rule that came out, it's the CMS 1713 final rule that came out last fall, was they were going to combine all the lists, all the ACA face-to-face ruling list, all the prior auth lists, the master list, and the required list, and put them all under one. So that required list now contains 300-plus HICPIC codes, and they call it the master list. From that master list, they will take potential codes that they'll move to a required list, and those codes will require written order prior to delivery, as well as some additional information within the medical record. Right now, the only products that this affects are power mobility devices. It's all that they've put into play right now with this new ruling. What's the timeline of this and when will we hear more? So they plan on, as as CMS likes to do to the DME industry, they plan on telling us more in the spring is what we hear. So spring to them is April, May, June. So we're we're hoping maybe Metroid at the beginning of March. If not, um, it'll be April, May, or June. So maybe by Heartland. (laughs) <laughs> it's usually how it goes, right? Yes, yes. But okay, so right now, what's the best solution for suppliers? Should they start changing requirements on orders, or what are some of those best practices that you recommend? So the best practices right now and what we've been educating on is to continue getting orders as as a supplier is, is today. You already have a template that's built into your billing software that's set to gather um, certain elements that are required on an order. So continue to do that today because you have to have that information anyway. Where the leniency comes with this new requirement is is if you don't have it on the order, they look for it in the medical record. What we don't always get is the information we need in the medical record because doctors are just not very thorough at documenting. So we, we just deal with that in the DME industry. So the best solution is to continue getting the information you need. What I have suggested to suppliers that are looking to do something with it is Maybe change the name. It used to be called a detailed written order, now call it the standard written order. So change the name to have their same terminology. The other thing I've I've let suppliers be okay with eliminating is in the past we had to have the physician sign it and then have their signature date. Uh, They no longer need that signature date. They only look for one date on the order. So by removing that signature date, that should help with some issues that we've been seeing on just 
technical things we get audited on. Um, if the order comes across as electronically signed by and has a doctor's name and their date, that's fine. But if it doesn't have the date, then don't go chasing it down. You should be fine in an audit because it's not a requirement. But we should remember this, this information that they came out with is effective for dates of service January 1 of 2020 and beyond. So the old rules still apply dates of December 31st, 2019 and prior to. So those old rules still apply. So you got to look at those dates of service on your claims. Awesome. I know that this year you have on your calendar or plate, which I know is very full, but to do more educational webinars for VGM members. Tell me more about what you have planned for webinars this year and and actually kind of coming up quickly what's on the docket. Yeah, absolutely. So most of our members know, I should say, they love they know that I love to educate them and in various ways. That's what I, I get a kick out of with this job. So one of my goals this year is to make sure I do a webinar every month. Not that I didn't want to in the past. I just never scheduled them. See, I have to schedule them, then I'll do them. Right. That's <laughs> so how most things work in life, right? Yes. <laughs> so that's why I already actually have two done in January, which was great. The last one I did was last week. was It was about patients that enter Medicare fee-for-service coming from other payers. So that was last week. And we do record all the webinars so they can find those on our website. And I'll, I'll share that here in a minute. But I do have two actually that are coming up in February even. So I'm really ahead of the game when I do those two. Um, I'm trying to focus more towards the end of the month of doing them. It seems like the beginning of the month gets busy. Um, so this these next two are February 28th. The, one of them is called Protect Your Supplier Number. So this one stemmed from last year when we were talking about competitive bid and how to make sure all the documentation and all the criteria are met according to the competitive bid contractor. And I learned that we tend to forget what some of those rules are with supplier standards. So it's just a refresher course on what some of those rules are and issues that we've seen when we've been out working with with our membership in the field. So that one is coming up in February, February 28th, as well as the same day that afternoon is one I'm co-presenting on with Heather Trom, who's our wound care nurse. He runs our wound care program. And we're going to talk about negative pressure wound therapy and some of the denials we've been seeing. So it's basically reviewing the medical necessity information. So she'll review clinical side of things, and I'll go over, obviously, the billing side of it. So those are the two that are coming on February 28th. And then there'll be another one in March, and it'll keep continuing. So if people have ideas, they can let me know. I'm more than awesome. yeah, yeah, I'm more than happy to take ideas. Actually, the one I did last week came from one of our members in Florida. He'd asked... You know, it seems like we have a lot of patients that enter Medicare fee-for-service, and I don't know what their rules are when they have a CPAP or oxygen or any kind of equipment from Medicare, and so that's where that one came from. So if they have ideas, they can reach out to me. Great, yeah. great. Make sure you reach out to Rhonda if you have ideas or topics that you want to learn more about. All of our webinars are listed on vgm.com backslash events, so you can go there and get real-time information on webinars that are listed and then Rhonda also has another great resource. If you want to talk about that yeah. page a little bit. So this is a great website, too, of course, because it's part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so bgm.com forward slash reimbursement. I call the billing reimbursement page. So that's where you'll find news from, from myself or some others here at BGM that's it's billing and reimbursement related. So you can also find the recorded webinars there, handouts. There's some other FAQs that we have on there, and and you'll see this page continue to grow. So we always look for ideas, too, if you have suggestions. Look for that, vgm.com forward slash reimbursement. Perfect. MedTrade's just around the corner, about a a month away, I think, exactly today. So tell us what you have going on at MedTrade. MedTrades are always busy, as we know, with everybody trying to get as much education as well as the exhibit hall and then, you know, just having one-on-one meetings. And so 
What I have actually at this med trade is a workshop, a wound care workshop with Heather Trum, again, our wound care nurse. We had done this particular workshop at Heartland and saw that it was a great response. People really had open arms to it, whether they had experience in the wound care industry or not. So we decided to do it at MedTrade. So we'll be there on Tuesday morning from 9 to noon, going over negative pressure wound therapy and the group port surfaces and a little bit on the dressings, the wound care, the surgical dressings, because that tends to be a hot um, item in the audit world for some reason. I don't, it tends to be a high error rate. So we're going to go over those three particular areas. So that's a workshop on Tuesday. And then I have a I get to co-present this entire time, so I'm excited about it. I get to co-present with Aram Susong out of our VGM Fulfillment Center. That one is called Dear Resupply and You Save My Sleep Business. Even though he is from our fulfillment center, he's not there to promote any any fulfillment center. He's just telling you the good and the bad about whether you keep your fulfillment in-house or you outsource it. And then I, of course, share some of the billing information with it. And then the other presentation I'm doing is with Ty Bello. Everybody knows Ty from the, he does a lot of sales coaching mm-hmm. and, and yep. his energy. He's yep. been a great in leader in yeah. the industry. Yeah. He's been around for a while. So we're co-presenting on, um, it's called uh, Competing Forces Within, How to Balance a Successful Reimbursement with a Good Sale. Basically, because he's a sales guy and I'm the reimbursement gal, <laughs> um, we tend to not like each other in the industry. Not that Ty and I don't like each other, but sales and billing don't tend to like each other in the in, in the business. in business yeah, because yeah. sales are trying to please referrals and billings like we need to get claims paid because I'm writing off so we're trying to or we're, what we're going to do is, is talk about how to balance those out so that the sales understands how important the billing side of it is and and then then vice versa the billing team needs to understand those sales goals so we do a little role playing within that presentation so it's fun and so, um, you know with that we know we have I always meet with Medicare when we're out there in our Noridian which is jurisdiction A and D. We have our council meetings and the NSC, so there's a lot of busy times with that. And then, of course, VGM does a power lunch. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a lot going on with the power lunch. And so you have I'll your own that. table for that. I have my own table, so you can sign up for it. Yes, and yes. then the workshop is also a separate registration. Yes, yes. Good. So that's good to point out. Yes, so if you're looking to attend that half-day workshop on Tuesday or the power lunch where you can pick a table, and actually this year... We're letting people sit at a table for a while and switch if they want to during the time long. Maybe there's just another topic that someone's interested in. Rhonda will have a table. You can ask questions. You you get direct access to this expertise. But both of those are separate registrations. We have information on vgm.com forward slash medtrade. And then also you can just visit the medtrade spring website to get those registrations as well. Yes, it'll be a that'll be a good power lunch time because I'm looking forward to the change we did with the different round. So you can hop around to different round tables because I did see that with suppliers in the past where they'd say, I don't know where to go because I want to go there and there, two different tables. So now they have options. Yep, or they can stay at the same one. Or they can stay what they want. <laughs> whatever their goals are for yes. the day. So yep. make sure you bring any questions or issues or ideas, whatever you need to discuss and sign up for it. So Great. Anything else? Anything else you've been hearing? Oh, or? gosh. So, you know, I'm, we're just waiting to see what else comes out with these, these new order requirements, you know, and, and there's always something that CMS tends to, to throw at us. But, you know, this is the year of, uh, and I don't want to, I'm not going to get into this, but it's the year when they'll we'll come out with contracted suppliers for competitive bid. Right. So we'll hear that later this summer along with the rates. At VGM, our, our government team is staying on top of that. So we will share news anytime we hear it. And with that, even, I'll put a plug in for Heartland, is Elaine Hensley, who is the chief liaison at, with com, with the competitive bid contractor Palmetto, will be at Heartland this year. So we're looking forward to having her here 
to visit with our members and, and to present. Yeah. And what, what will she be able to answer or bring to the table for members? She'll be talking about how the whole bidding process works because it was they changed it this year and so she's just going to discuss what that whole process entails because we only we meaning suppliers only know what we've we've done on our part she shares the insight of what's going on behind the scenes awesome. so suppliers can get a better understanding of what they're doing and why they're doing it and who knows maybe she'll have news by then we never know i mean it, don't really expect too much new news but you never you know. never never know they can change their mind and have things ready and and maybe Heartland will be the place to, to share it. Right. So that means you have to come. Yep. Everybody come to Heartland. Everybody come see us at Medtrade. Yes. Yeah. You have good information and access to those that can answer all your yes. all your questions, billing and reimbursement related and, and other business related questions. But Ron and I are excited to bring this series to you once a month. We won't make it long. Nope. We'll just kind of get to the point of what's going on. Right. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. So if there's anything you want to hear or like I said earlier, webinars, even one-on-one phone calls that you want to have a conference with your team, I can do that. Just just let me know. Otherwise, um, any, any, anything particular, we're, we're open to it. So we're here for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I yep. appreciate it. Yep. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You, too. you as well. Thank you.